it is just important that we keep talking and we keep this awareness that there is help out there. One in five Americans that do suffer from some sort of mental health condition at any given time, but Mm -hmm. they don't know how to seek treatment or they fear seeking treatment. As leaders in our industry, we need to be able to help navigate some of those waters. Hey everyone, welcome back to another great episode of Out of the Hourglass. My name is Molly Nolan, I am your episode host, and today I have the privilege of welcoming Meg Cook, President of Painters USA and Chairman of the Board, for a very eye-opening conversation on the topic of mental health, and specifically the topic of mental health in the construction and trades industry. This is a conversation about normalizing the topic, providing resources, and recognizing it is essential to create a culture of caring in your organization. I want to thank Meg so much for giving me her time, for sharing her passion, and for bringing this topic to the table. Out of the Hourglass is a podcast channel dedicated to helping small business owners and contractors visualize their goals, develop high-performing teams, and build sustainable growth. It's time to get out of the hourglass. All right, Meg Cook, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Hot in Texas right now. (laughs) Yeah, you were just saying like 108 degrees. That is brutal. It is. It is. But the sun feels good. I will feel like that. You're a very positive person. Um, I'm excited to have you here today. Um, you've been on the podcast before, but it was mm-hmm. quite a while ago. Yeah. You were talking about WeBank, and I think that was with Colin, um, yeah. gosh, probably maybe two years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's nice to bring you back. And we've had the pleasure of speaking with some other folks from your team, um, you know, Paul Cook. Um, as well as Nicole Hannock from your team. So we really appreciate bringing in um, you know, yourself and the Painters USA folks for uh, some really great insight and just sharing your wisdom and bringing knowledge to, to the industry. So I want to thank you for, for giving us your time and being a part of that. And so I from- appreciate it being here and, and everything you provide to all the companies too, Molly. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a really great um industry and job to have mm-hmm. being able to work with so many people. So it's good. It's a good, it's a, it's a good, uh, we're happy at work. And that's part of one of the things we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And that is a focus on mental health in the workplace, specifically mm-hmm. kind of focusing on mental health and well-being awareness in the construction industry. And mm-hmm. at a time when life can be overbearing, managing a work-life balance can be difficult. Um, everybody can feel that at times, the things that we've been through externally, internally, it's it's really good to have this conversation and be bringing it to the forefront. Um, and especially probably in an industry where there's a lot of stigma placed right. around it. So I would mm-hmm. say to you, what what has brought this to the forefront in your own world and being, you know, with Painters USA and the other organizations that you've, you've um, been a part of? Well, you know, as um, the world definitely changed in 2020. And it's still changing. Um, Just expectations of what you want out of life and, and who your community is now has all changed. And then as leaders in our company, 
you know, it's really, we've all been working on what is our real priority. And it's really time as leaders to elevate and make mental health and well-being a priority. Um, you know, that brain's an organ, just like the heart, just like the kidney, just like yeah. your, your lungs. It's an organ and it gets sick. It's just harder to treat. And there's a stigma about it. And um, I, we created a heart head sticker that says, end the stigma. Come on, it's time to just um, elevate this and make this one of our priorities, not just for ourselves, but mm -hmm. for all the people around us. Absolutely. From a from an industry standpoint, it, it's probably even more of a stigma within the construction world right. and the trades. And why do you think yeah. that is? Well, first of all, in the construction world, it's viewed as more of a masculine, competitive, dominated industry. Mm -hmm. um, and this industry creates physical exhaustion. Uh, sometimes it's separation from families. We deal with seasonal layoffs, and sometimes that long working hours can create chronic pain and injuries, and mm -hmm. it's just, you know, that that um, feeling that you need to be the breadwinner and, the, and take care of everybody else, and you're, then you're not taking care of yourself, but it's, you know, we have OSHA that um, really regulates all safety rules for mm -hmm. across the country. And yet still within that, there's there's an average of about three construction fatalities per day. You can be the safest wow. company and something's going to happen. Um, but in construction workers, there are an average of 18 suicides per day. Wow. And that's a six to one ratio. Yeah. And it's time to address that. Um, we need to just keep the conversation going and mm -hmm. make it safe to talk about this mental health and awareness. Yeah. And it's anybody who has listened um, to the podcast before or has been a part of Summit Null Consulting Group knows that Painters USA has been at the forefront of leading safety culture and creating safety programs. Um, so we give you guys a round of applause for helping, for pushing us and our other clients to mm -hmm. really make safety a priority. That's been a big focus of ours this year with rolling out a new certification program, the focus on new safety uh, peer groups that are meeting mm -hmm. regularly. Um, so this this topic is one that you have uh, presented not only to some internal you know NCG safety peer groups, but also to Painters USA and to WeBank within the Chemical Industry Accelerator Program. I'd ask you how has it been received this topic by different groups? Um, it's been received very well. Um, I did have a comment that after the the women business um, council that I presented to, they said, wow, this is a really important topic because this is something we do not talk about. You know, mm -hmm. we talk about job site safety and we don't always talk about mental health safety. Yeah. Um, and, and they were really appreciative of this being the safety moment for the program that day. And they were able to take a they meaning a lot of the corporations that um, that were sponsoring this chemical industry accelerator really appreciated the fact that this was brought to the forefront and being addressed. Absolutely. So have you made this 
kind of a passion project for you? I mean, you're a busy, busy woman. You have a lot on your plate, but is this a passion project that you're trying to push forward? Yes, it is. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the statistics is, you know, first of all, nobody likes to be a statistic. I know that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I, I lost my son Mm -hmm. to anxiety and mental health issues that he took his own life. And, um, it took me a while to be able to bring that to the forefront. Um, and it is just important that we keep talking and we keep this awareness that there is help out there. And, um, you know, it, there's, um, you can find statistics or anything. And a lot of the statistics I found is that really there is one in five Americans that do suffer from some sort of mental health condition at any given time, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to seek treatment or they fear seeking treatment. Those are the biggest things. And um, kind of like I said before, as leaders in our industry, we need to be able to help navigate some of those waters. And um, you, we can do that through a couple of different ways. And sorry if I'm jumping into the next. Um, no, no, I love but, it. You know, um, I think pretty much everybody uses toolbox talks. Right. There are there are specific toolbox talks that are free that you can use and put in to um, your safety programs or just your daily or quarterly or annual meetings with your employees. Um, there are blogs and other podcasts to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, our company is is larger, so we do have. Um, we have corporate chaplains that um, are available to our employees 24-7 and even into our employees' families that they are available 24-7. And we talk mm-hmm. about that every day. And and maybe somebody doesn't want to come and talk to their direct supervisor. This mm-hmm. is a confidential way to talk. Um, our insurance company offers an EAP, which is an employee assistance program. Okay. And that is also free to for so many hours available to every employee. And there are thousands and I shouldn't say thousands, hundreds of articles and contacts that people can reach out. And again, it's anonymous. But the bottom line is, if we keep talking about it, it's not a stigma anymore. Um, mm-hmm. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So again, like I said, there's all kinds of construction toolbox talks to be able to bring into the, your company on that. There is a um, a website called PreventConstructionSuicide.com, and they have a pledge form for stand up to um, mental health. And that acronym, and there's a suicide prevention week in for the construction world every September. And the stand-up means make it safe, you know, create a culture in your company so that your team members feel safe to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Um, Provide training. You know, what what should you be looking for? Do you see some consistent absences? Do you see somebody like self-medicating with either alcohol 
or or other um, drugs. Create that awareness of what to look for. And then um, with the safety meetings, the toolbox talks, the newsletters, social media posts, that all takes that training to create awareness and then normalize the topic and just of making health and safety um, and talking about suicide a perform um, just a priority. And then um, the bottom line is you want to decrease that the effect of negative mental health mm-hmm. um, across the board. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing, and that's why it's a passion. I love it. I know I love it. I think it's fantastic, and it, the way it became a passion is so unfortunate. Right. I know ma- many people um, feel that and have expressed that towards you, but I I think it's so commendable to be moving the ball forward in such a positive way mm-hmm. from a from a platform where you are so well respected and have so much to share, um, and you have such a large organization with Painters USA and the other you know. Uh, groups that you're involved in, mm-hmm. you are cascading a message down that is so important. And that's the one of the things you said about um, creating like uh, rec- recognition or helping to e- equip um, your team and your employees to look for signs among other people who might be struggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that's number one for us to be aware of what's happening around us and the people mm-hmm. around us and kind of getting out of our own little space. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can be so helpful to a team member just by recognizing that they might be struggling. Yes. And you also have to be fair to yourself to know that you're not going to be able to fix that person. Yeah. But if you recognize those signs, you can, um, you you create the culture in the community that you can elevate that and get them the help they need mm-hmm. or offer offer um, suggestions and, or bring in people if you see somebody in need. Um, you know, one of the simple things that you can do is um, is even just the power of creating your group creating your safe um, circle Mm -hmm. as simple as prior to walking onto the job site, everybody meets, everybody says good morning or good evening, depending on the job and do something like little stretches together as a group. Not only does that help with work site injuries, but it just shows that you've got a community around yeah you. there's camaraderie around who you're yes. showing up to every day and that mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. not showing up that it's noticed that you're not showing yes. up you yes. people people want to want to want to feel like they are accepted and well and have a belonging somewhere mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you can if you can create that belonging in a work environment i mean gosh mm-hmm. think about the level of engagement that you can then create and help them down the line even, even with growth in their career correct yeah yeah so you guys are really building this. It sounds like, I mean, just even from that step of, you know, a morning, a morning huddle of saying hello, you're really incorporating um, tools and strategies into your just general safety program at Painters mm-hmm. USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, it is, it's as simple as creating hard hat stickers. Mm-hmm. 
for the company. It's, it is talking about it at every quarterly meeting to know that we don't just talk about it once during mental health awareness month. We're talking about it all the time. It is, you know, bringing in your safety team or your safety person, um, bringing in a speaker or outside help and just creating the, um, Creating a safe space is really, it's a caring culture and creating a safe space. And it's our job as leaders, even when we're struggling, to make sure that we can bring that forward. Because sometimes you might, I might need it too. Right. No, I mean, the amount of demand and, um, pressure and level of, level of contact and communication we all have every day, it, I mean, I, I would say we were we would be ignorant to think that nobody struggles in some way right. at some point in time with with a level of stress that stress that's just not that's mm-hmm. not tolerable for a long period of time. Um, so I'm kind of measuring, you know, where am I at, and do you know, when when do I need help? Um, so just I think even knowing what you kind of outlaid a little while ago about the resources that do exist and just being aware of them. Cause yeah. that sometimes that's the first struggle is, well, if I did need help, where would I even turn? Where mm-hmm. would be the first person that I go to? Um, has that from a communication standpoint, do you have resources that um, all employees can be directed to like, you know, in a one place so that they, if they didn't even want to say to their, to their field supervisor, who, who can I talk to? They, do they know where to go? They do. Um, You know, we do have, like I said, we have the corporate chaplains. We bring them into every meeting we have um, and, and they do help. I, I know personally that Mm -hmm. um, from my experience, just the amount that um, the corporate chaplains were able to help me when I was going through, Paul Mm -hmm. and I were going through everything with our son, Joe, Um, they were right there um, through phone calls and helping get things going. And um, then we also, again, we talk about our EAP program, employee assistant program. Um, And uh, Darren, our safety person is um, great to talk about this. You know, our, we really do have our safety people out in the field looking and talking. And again, that just seems to help. And mm-hmm. then you do things like publish and have posters up with the suicide prevention um, telephone number on it and create even the little cards that the employees can keep in their wallet that has both the, that and the um, EAP phone numbers and the mm-hmm. um, and the corporate chaplain numbers on there, just to make sure that they have access to that at all times. It's fantastic. From a, a resource perspective, have you, or or would you consider for um, other large organizations, and you, you mentioned bringing in speakers on the topic, mm-hmm. um, has anybody gone through um, a, a specialized training or are there trainings out there that you know of that might might be able to recommend? That is actually one of the things that I've been researching to see what my next step is because I can cool. talk about this. Um, I can share my personal story. We all have the personal stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's a next level. What you know, I am not a trained mental health 
mm-hmm. um, ad, uh, not advocate, but uh, professional. But yeah. what else can I learn and do to be able to provide to others within the company, within the organizations that I am in? And that's that's actually what I've been starting to research to see what my next step is and how can I be a better advocate. I love that. That continues the moving the moving the passion project forward mm-hmm. in something mm-hmm. that uh, is just going to do do good for so many. Um, do you have other organizations that you plan to speak to about this? Is this how how what's the, what's the continued rollout for you as you, as you know outside of looking for those trainings? Um, you know, I I did talk with a couple of people at the WeBank Women Enterprise Business National Council that we are certified through and um, have let them know that I am putting this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the forum topics will probably be on um, just um, employee engagement and mental health um, awareness in the 2024 um, okay. planning season. So we're, I'm, that's, that is why I want to go and do extra um, yeah. learning to be able to present this to a larger audience. You're just putting more tools in uh in your own tool, <laughs> in your own toolbox to yeah. be able to to support others yeah. which is fantastic. Um I mean you have shared some really great resources um with me which I we will certainly, you know, with this episode going out certainly make available just mm-hmm. for some background information. I mean there's a lot of resources out there on the world wide web as we often say yeah. that there's so to know where there are third-party programs that can help with, you know, corporate level um, mental health programs, um, programs that are ready to be, you know, rolled out. But I, I think it's, you know, it's starting simple. It's starting, it right? It's creating a culture of caring and, and knowing that they're pro- being able to point to resources that your your team knows exist. Yep. And it is. It's It's you you nailed it. It's creating the um, caring culture, and it is showing that there's a need, and it's just it's just ending the stigma. You know, who ten years ago would you have even thought about talking about this? Oh no, 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 no! no. no. Big boys don't cry, right? Big girls don't cry. Right. <laughs> but guess what? There it is time to get rid of that. And it's time to show that you have that culture of caring. I think if you leaders these days have to have that or else they're not going to succeed in managing people, Mm -hmm. because if you can't, Mm -hmm. you can't be empathetic and, uh, and help to establish that level of trust. I mean, you think about trust in just a safety program when the, the mm-hmm. stop work authority feeling when 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 it mm-hmm. doesn't feel safe on a job site right. and anybody should be able to say mm-hmm. pause I don't feel safe here feel safe here kind of right. feels like the like the same thing like yeah. I need to pause because someone here doesn't feel like they're in a safe place to me and I we want to be able to help so it, it's it's it it really in my mind it's a no brainer to be encompassing all of it together and and all that you're doing. Um, 
So I want to thank you for for just for sharing and and bringing the you're your sharing your passion with us. Um, and like I said, we'll we'll talk about tools and we'll share resources. Um, but I can certainly hope that you know September 2023, when it's the Construction Suicide Prevention Week, that we continue to talk about it. Are there are there things that you are planning to do um, at Painters USA or just yourself that week to to you know bring attention? You know that week. I know that we will print out the pledge. We will have it there. Um, I may just bring up the, the, um, the safety stand down again Mm -hmm. that I did last November on the anniversary of my son's death. And just, you know, even if it's the same message, just repeat the message and get it out there. We often say that you have to repeat things at least 10 times over, Mm -hmm. if not more for it to really feel ingrained. So yeah. And there's new people in our company. You know, we work right. in a, we work in an um, industry that we are constantly getting new people coming in. So it's okay to repeat the message over and over and over again. Absolutely, because hopefully, too, the people that have heard it over and over again are now the ones who are able to um, help pass pass down mm-hmm. the, the continuous message mm-hmm. to help continue to um, cascade and make the new ones feel like. This is it's it's a very important topic and we make time for this every year, every Correct. quarter. We're always talking about it. Yeah. Well, well, Meg, thank you so much. Um, I certainly would love to hit on this topic again next year sure. because, like you said, we got to keep bringing it up. We got to keep mm-hmm. uh, bringing it to the forefront, and especially as you continue to move the ball forward and start going mm-hmm. through some some trainings and begin to fill your toolbox. I know that you are a wealth, a wealth of knowledge. And I uh, really think it's fantastic for you to, to be, um, have a platform here on this topic. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very, very yes, much. Thank you. Well, Meg, until, until next time, we hope you have a great day. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group a nationwide business coaching and consulting firm with coaches located throughout the country. Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.